The most important thing is that you have a vision, that you have a goal. Because without that vision and without that goal, again, you're drifting around and you're never going to end up anywhere. People don't become successful just by accident. You're going to get your ass kicked, we're going to get the shit kicked out of us. You got to get up, you got to have faith that the one thing you wanted to happen, oftentimes is the best thing that never happened. So have faith, just keep that in mind, keep plugging away. Never accept the limitations of someone else. Somebody told you that it's impossible. Don't even try. Give up before you even fucking try it for yourself. Never accept the goddamn limitation that someone else has placed upon you. And now, fitnessinformant.com presents the Iron Union Podcast. Let's go. Hi, the Iron Union Podcast Studios, a.k.a. the Fitness Informant HQ. I'm Fitness Informant founder and CEO Ryan Buckeye with a great episode of the Iron Union Podcast this week. Alan Roberts is my guest. Now, if you don't know who it is, you're going to realize real quickly that he has a strong opinion based on what he is, is all his research and factual data. Um, listen, th- there is a, a lot of feedback on this podcast prior to it actually publishing. People would reach out and say, you know, I used to follow Alan, but he got too, you know, too polarizing for me or he took too strong of a stance on obesity. I'll be honest, I, I, I like Alan's, Alan to me is a breath of fresh fucking air, especially when it comes to the uh, obesity epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. That, that's the real epidemic pandemic that we've been facing in the last in more than 14 months. I mean, that is, you know, they're, they're, we talk about stats and data on this podcast about COVID and how it impacted certain populations of people, the elderly and the obese, but people like myself and Alan, you know, we were, we were unscathed, untouched, nothing there. Because we live a healthy lifestyle. So Alan uh, does a lot of work with obese clients. Now, he does it from a different approach, right? It, he, he does a, a, a bitch slap of reality across the face, and that's what we need. And I made a post a couple of weeks ago on our Instagram channel. I said, listen, if we want to make a change and make an effort to, to adjust and no longer become or be the fattest country in our nation, we can't dance around the subject. We can't be politically correct. Listen. There's a right way and a wrong way. And I said this, you don't walk up to somebody and say, hey, fat ass, but you walk up to somebody and say, you're killing yourself and you're killing yourself and you're killing others around you because they want you here longer. Your family members and your kids and your friends, they don't want you to go too soon. I don't know if there's a, you you cannot tell me that there's a single 350 pound out of shape person who looks in the mirror who are happy with the way they look. They're, they're just not. There are so many adverse effects to being large and being big. There's the entire physical situation, right? There, there's, there's diabetes, there's heart failure, there's visceral fat, which can cause so many issues. And then there's also the mental side of things, looking in the mirror and not being happy by dysmorphia. And just, there's a huge, huge, uh, it's just, there's so many issues that stem from obesity that Alan Roberts takes a very, very hard cut approach to it. And, you know, for me, it's like, that's what we need. That's what we need. We need somebody to take a hard stance. And, you know, I met Alan through Mark Lobler at the Rumble in the Borough event. I had to have him on. Uh, you know, he obviously, at the end of this show, you'll see, he, he thanked me for having him on because he, he believes that we'll probably get shadow banned for it. Listen, I've been shadow banned for a lot of stuff. I don't care. I seek the truth. I seek a breath of fresh air. I seek a realization of, like, what the hell is going on in the world because what we see on TV and what we read on Twitter and Instagram isn't always true. 
So you need somebody that can look through the bullshit. Alan is that guy. So uh, very, very excited that I got a chance to talk to Alan on the podcast here. If you like the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're on iTunes, Spotify, right here on YouTube if you're watching. Make sure you check us online, fitnessinformer.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. I'm going to shut up here and bring it over to Alan and my conversation. It's it's a long one, uh, but it's a good one. And if it pisses you off, good. It should. It should. It should piss you off that there are so many people who are just killing themselves on a daily basis by binge eating, by by not exercising, by not doing the correct things to increase the longevity of their life. Listen, it's pretty simple. If you eat healthy and you work out, your chances of survival and longevity are much better than those who don't. Are there healthy people who die early? Yes, there are. But for the the vast majority of cases and the overall percentage. You are going to live a longer, fuller life if you take care of your fucking self. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alan Roberts. Give me a second, I'm trying to select the appropriate weapon. Uh, watch who you stepping, them snakes all around, you know they connected. So count your days, hold up, let me count the ways you gon' pay. When I spot you, I'm coming straight through to your face, no foreplay. Coming alive.
inside the Iron Union podcast guy. If you're watching via YouTube, he's a YouTube star. I mean, so maybe they'll have to explain who he star. is. Star. I mean, what, what, what makes a YouTube star today, Alan? Like, how do you – everybody wants to be a YouTube star. What makes a YouTube star is a fucking unbelievable, uh, ridiculous amount of extra ego to think you're a fucking star when you're on YouTube. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that takes. Like, to me, uh, I'm just some fucking – like, I'm almost like an affront to fitness. Yeah. Like, I look at myself. Middle-aged, fifty-year-old, nothing super. Like, don't, I can do some decently physically impressive stuff, especially for my age. But I'm not anything fucking special. Like, uh, I, you know, I look as, as anywhere between like a cross of Uncle Fester and J.K. Simmons. <laughs> That's good. Some fucking rock star, fucking gorgeous dude, or something like that. You know, face full of scars, crooked fucking teeth, and I literally became famous from stating blunt facts. Famous. Yeah. I'm just stating blunt facts. Fucking pathetic. If you think about it, like. That's how bad the fitness industry is. Right. Some dude can just like come out of nowhere, talk a bunch of fucking facts, and all of a sudden, like people know who the fuck he is. Ridiculous, <laughs> you know? Like it's, it's insane. I love it. I mean, now you're 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 tucking people in the bed on TikTok on a daily basis too. These 12, 13 year old kids, you're, you're hurting their feelings, man. You are are you uh, are you disrupting the youth of the of the nation at this point with with your facts that you're putting out there? You know, I hate. I, I refuse to do TikTok for the longest fucking time, and then like almost on a bet, like. Because I'm getting massive, my channel gets massively suppressed, right? Yeah. You know, because because we talk about politics and shit like that. Too, right. right. It's just something I accept that was going to happen. And just, the very second I, uh, the second I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't give up your fucking rights," I knew, I I, I already knew. Right. Wow. Uh, you know, I was like, I was in debate with somebody. I was like, "It's not you." Know, I was like, "You guys think it's like, it's not, it's not the message." Mm-hmm. Like when, when you see somebody's channel getting subbed in 2020, it's not necessarily them. It's it's YouTube and shit right. like that. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, I, I was like, I bet you I could, like, on TikTok, I could build 10,000 followers in, in, in a month. And it's like, it was, it was like fucking 60,000 a month. Just because, like, you know, it's a matter of, like, it's not about saying, having super great content. It's not about having uh, content that's going to, like, be loved by everybody. Most of the time, the content that's loved by everybody, people don't watch that much. Right. You know? Like, I mean, like, if you, like, I'm sure if you have, uh, like any lifting videos you have on your channel, like Mark, Mark does lifting videos all the yep. time. They do shitty. Right. He does lifting videos like, like fucking Ron Coleman and shit. Like, like, like famous fucking people that he'll do lifting videos with and it gets like fucking 2000 views. Right. Insane. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, if you look at how YouTube runs, they, they definitely are picking and choosy. You know, the sad thing I think about social media, especially for the kids and for fucking, uh, even the YouTube audience, the YouTube audience somehow equates like YouTube fame and YouTube popularity to actual, like knowledge and or yeah. like it's like that's their re- their real world to them you know when in fact youtube does pick and choose certain times on who gets famous plus you pay, well, a lot of these people like the million subscriber channels pay a lot of ads just see sponsored ads stuff like that that helps your channel grow too like my thing i would i wish as a like the fitness industry would worry way more about like actually like just being real with people and then but then selling all this bullshit like 20, year, 20 years the fitness industry has been around and we've been doing YouTube videos and blah, 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 all that bullshit. When you look at the state of the health of Society of America, can you think it's been, that it's been in any way more efficient? Mm. You know, like, we, 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 we as fitness industry have done a really fucking good job of alienating people and fucking making everybody fat, if you ask me. Yeah. In the last 20 years. Like, we fucked up. Like, all this. This is what happens when you focus more on free body type quizzes and you can eat pizza and still be thin bullshit. You know, like, that's... All these fucking people that do that shit, like, I mean, like, I've, I've, I've had people tell me to chill so many times, like, maybe I don't want to. Right. 
maybe maybe me calling that a bunch of fitness people is bullshit is me chilling. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think that's the problem that people don't understand. Like, yeah. I you've met you've met me. I, I, I don't like I'm fucked up in the head because like the way my ADHD works is I'm so oblivious to like how like other people view me, think about me and stuff like that. I just like I'm I have like the gift of not giving a fuck mm-hmm. uh, in twenty and twenty twenty one. And that's why I love I love the Royal and the Rumble. Like uh, Roy, 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 I mean, Rumble in the Borough, Royal in the Rumble. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I like Rumble. I like Rumble in the Borough better than any other, just about any other event I've been to because everybody there was fucking based. Yeah, and it was like, like you know, tons of people selling supplements and like and, and, and you're, you're selling your stuff and everybody's like, uh, like, not one person gave me unrealistic fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was, it was like it, it. It gave me like that. That event gave me such hope because like maybe the fitness industry can fucking come together and change a little bit. I mean, there's still yeah. unrealistic bullshit, a lot of it, as you know, right? Within the supplement world, the fitness world, you know, you see these diet plans like get shredded in 30 days. You're not going to get fucking shredded in 30 days. Knock it off. Like, what are you doing? You know, you're giving people this misconception that, that things are going to happen. Um, I'm going to ask you a kind of a deep question. What, what is your purpose? Just, just real quick, the 30-day thing, like speaking of I'm, – I'm probably floating right about 10 to 11% body fat right now, maybe 12. 30 days is what would get me shredded yeah. at this stage. Uh, 30 days of it's a very serious focus. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and no shit, I'm on, a, I'm on a product that Mark and I are testing that turns my hunger off. And it would still take fucking effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, it, like it does, I can't say it turns it off off, but it fucking makes it so minimal. Correct. Like, Suppresses it quite a bit. When, yeah. Like, like, like prep, like, like show prep for you, will be, like once me and Mark is like, it'll never be the same. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But what's my purpose? And right now, like, the purpose that I kind of like, I think that like me and people like Mark and you and everybody else, I think like the, the purpose we're nominated for is to fucking help people get healthy. And I, I think it's like, I think if you like actually take a look at like the amalgamation of people that were there, it's like all the assholes. Like before 2020, we were all the assholes. Like mm-hmm. we, were the, we were all the people that were just like, no, well, if you don't like it, I don't fucking care. Like I just happen to swear more than most of us. Yeah. You know, but I think everybody that was there is like, here's, here's my, this is not my no bullshit bullshit. You know, like, uh, I, I, I would have put up this product because it helps with this person. I would, I, you know, I would, I would have people to understand, uh, this, you know, thought process leads to this. I also think that like, to a great degree, everybody that was, everybody was there and people like me, like, I, I, I don't take handouts from anybody. I haven't taken one stimulus check from this bullshit. I didn't need it. Fucking why, why the fuck would I take, why would I take money that can help other people right. when I don't fucking need it? You know what I mean? Like. And we're all businessmen. We all like, like, it's the example that needs to be set. So I think we all need to set an example too. Like, build businesses, be good to each other, watch you know, watch out for people's backs. Don't bullshit nobody, uh, and fucking go to it. Like, uh, but my purpose is to get people healthy. I really believe that. Like, and and, and in a secondary portion to keep myself that way because yeah. a lot of what I do is fucking like a lot of what I do is because I got my own bullshit, my own problems with food and shit like that. You know, that's why. Uh, like when we were talking, like I was asking you for the most non-savory ones, like for the for the most savory uh, uh, fit butters you have. Yeah. Because for me, man, when I eat something sweet, just the way my binge eating works, when I eat something sweet, I'm tempted. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, I, I was I was impressed with people the outside of the box thought process. Like, I think the 2021 and 2022 is gonna be really fucking interesting because we're at an intersection now where health politics and uh. Society are meeting, like 
I've, I had so many people tell me to stay in my lane about COVID and shit like that, right where when that bullshit happened. But reality is, I was a, I'm a healthcare, I was a healthcare executive for like fucking 15 years before this shit. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, I, I focused on nutrition, but I did help write like disaster plans and outbreak policies for like major counties when it came to like viral outbreak, you know, stuff like that. And I just find it kind of crazy that we're at an intersection now where people were telling me to stay in my lane, but yet obesity was the biggest driving factor of all health. It's not a fucking surprise. That's why, I mean, I was saying last year at the time, it's obesity, like obesity and eating like shit, like vitamin deficiencies, obesity, fucking type two diabetes, all life. It's lifestyle driven. My, my problem was, is, and my problem still is, and this is the only place where I'm actually kind of aggravated with society is that. If we were going to devastate our economy and fuck up societal norms and shit like that, we need to admit why. We, 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 like, we, we, we locked down for a huge populace of very sickly people. And, and I'm not talking like super elderly or anything like that, because when you think about reality, the people that were in danger, like if you're over 65, it's not that hard to isolate you. You're definitely fucking isolated. All right. We've had more deaths over the age of 85 than under 65. Those people are not fucking going to be at the nightclub. Like, and if they are, let them fucking have a drink. If they get COVID, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they were there on purpose. Right. You know, like, but most of the people that have passed away, more people over 85 have died than under 65. These people are already isolated. Right. Like, we need, we need to watch out for the working populace that is very sickly, which is obese people. Right. You know, for the most part. And we just won't admit it for some reason. I don't, like, I understand that people want to feel pretty. And I understand that people, like, blah, blah, all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, uh, I don't, I don't care if you want to bang fat chicks or if you want to bang fat dudes or if like, I, I don't, I don't care if you personally want to treat yourself like shit. But when we have people pretending like it's not an actual negative health outcome and that you aren't compromising your own health, like we have 300 pound people saying like, you can't tell if I'm healthy or not. Fuck you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and then, then uh, there's always the course that it's the next response. And I'm sure you get it too. Well, bodybuilding is unhealthy for you too. No fucking shit. Right. When was the last time you dehydrated yourself for a show and you thought what I'm doing was healthy? Mm. I mean, I actually, it, it's funny because you posted the, the Cosmo cover, I think, today on your social, and I did that when it first came out, and I said, this is not the definition of healthy, and I also posted a contest prep of me, and I said, and this is also not healthy. So where's the happy medium? That's awesome. That's, awesome. that's, that, that, that's, that, that's based in reality. That's right. why they call it based, because it's based in reality. And I just think, like, it's a, you know, if everybody should have choices about their life. It's mm-hmm. when we start lying to ourselves about it. Like, I get asked that, ask that question all the time. Would you say Eddie Hall's unhealthy? I wouldn't need to because Eddie Hall wouldn't say he's fucking healthy. Right. Eddie Hall, even right now, after losing all that weight, it's not like he thinks he's the epitome of health. He's an amazing, amazing genetic freak of a man, athlete, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah. it. Fucking monster. Him, all, all these big guys, none of them would say they're healthy. And I think that that's the issue. I think that we, like, I think my biggest purpose is that I'm willing to be the fucking asshole that nobody else, I'm, I'm that asshole uncle mm-hmm. that, that, will tell, that, will, that will tell you you're fucking up. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I, I luckily, luckily, I'm not like as dependent upon other people on popularity and likes and sh- like I never built my I never built my stuff off of being popular. For the most part, a lot of people like tune into me just to hate on me, and I'm good with that. You mm-hmm. know, it's amazing how in real life, with, like when people re- like never not one time has anybody recognized me in real life and a hater. Yeah, like it's all it's always super amazing where like I get the it's when I see you, I'm gonna beat your ass shit all the time. And not one time has anybody ever walked up to me and been like upset with me at yeah. all. Like, you know, I get like people screaming, walk up to me in pet spark, screaming, God damn it. Like, that's about it. You know? <laughs> all 
Uh, you know, it's funny, like for the last 15 months, you just mentioned it, like the economy took a huge hit. We shut down the entire planet um, for something with a, with, you know, a survival rate of 99.7, 99.97, whatever it is. 99.9 and 99.7, yeah. And then we talk about obesity, right? And then and how damaging that is, type 2 diabetes, heart failure, taxing on the healthcare system, and we can go on and on. How come the media won't scare people into getting fit, right? Is it because there's an influx of dollars coming from McDonald's and Pizza Hut and all these different yep. suppliers, right, that, that contribute to the obesity epidemic? But how come we were so quick as a society to shut down, say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, throw a fucking diaper on our face and, and abide by the rules? But when it comes to our health, a doctor tells us we need to lose weight. We, we don't do it. But the media tells us we got to wear a mask. We do it. The weird thing is, is for years now, and I'm a, I deal with more more of the fat acceptance crowd than I'm sure you have, right? But for years now, it's like, well, my doctor fat shames me. No, your doctor's telling you're fat. That's not fat shame. That's a statement of reality. Correct. Your doctor's telling, well, my doctor tells me to lose weight no matter what the problem is. That's because almost every fucking problem you have would be better if you were later if you were obese. Mm-hmm. Like almost every, like you you got bad skin, stop eating like shit, right? Which will make you not as obese, which will be great for your skin. You know, start maybe fucking drinking a normal amount of fluid. I had somebody come to me. I had, I had a client not too long ago get really upset and leave. But they're a 450 pound person. I said you should probably take in 200 ounces of water in a day. That's ridiculous. Like motherfucker, you're a, you know, I mean, you're 70 percent fluid. Yeah. But oh, what the people don't understand is obese people are more likely 80 percent fluid because adipose tissue has a lot of hydration, right? And like his waist circumference was big, you know. And I just, the denial of like where you're at in life, like if, if you know, his, the point was, he, he was like, if I drink that much water, I, w- I won't be able to eat any food. I'm like, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the fucking downside. Yeah. I'm sure at 450 pound person, you're going to find food to eat. You're just not going to be able to eat as much as it's going to pleasure you. Right. And we've just lived in society so long where between the mixed message of sugar and processed carbohydrates being food when they're actually food products both highly addictive substances. Sugar is an addictive substance. We more have a problem with sugar addiction than alcoholism in America. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll say, I'll say that right with, and and I can prove data, data upon data upon data. Right. But we deny all that shit because sugar is a big fucking industry. We deny all that. Like, like breakfast, the concept of breakfast food is hilarious to me. There's food. There's not breakfast food. There's food. And especially because most of the breakfast foods aren't actually fucking food. They're food products. You want know food? An egg, piece of steak. That's food. You want know food product? A pancake. Yeah. As a rule, like, and let, as a rule, if, if you're an obese person, eating anything with the word cake in it, <laughs> pretty much at any time until you're not obese, it's not a great idea. Yeah, yeah. The only time you should eat anything with the word cake in it, if you're an obese person, should be that one thing you eat occasionally to make sure that you're not feeling overly restricted, so you can avoid a binge. Yep. And that's just a truth you know right because oftentimes oftentimes when people try to completely cut out a micro macro or a certain food unless you know it'll cause them to get hyper focused on that and then binge out yeah 100%. but uh it's just i mean we've reached such a weird statement state in society where we watched ourselves get fatter for 20 years from eating processed foods carbohydrates and then being super fucking sedentary and i know this hurts a lot of people's feelings but you guys are lazy as fuck if you're watching out there most most of you motherfuckers are lazy as mm-hmm. fuck i consider myself like lightly active and I work out for like an hour and a half a day and fucking I'm on my feet a lot, you know, and I consider myself moderately active. Right. I'm not even active. Like Mark's active active. Mm. Like fuck boxes every damn near every fucking day for like he burns like fucking sixteen thousand, fourteen thousand calories. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Day. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean I'm joking, but 
You know, I mean, like that's active. That's when you need to feed. That's athleticism needs to feed activity. We've convinced ourselves that every time we need to go for a walk, we should have an extra fucking donut because we, we go we reward ourselves because we need the energy. Meanwhile, the walk burns 100 calories and the donut's 400. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, 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 we're in complete denial of being massively sick. 90% of all type 2 diabetes cases in America are avoidable by lifestyle changes. Yeah. We spend, but we're going to spend a trillion dollars in the next five years on type 2 diabetes, especially after the great fattening of 2020, this year where we told everybody to eat DoorDash and not go to a fucking gym and stay inside, away from, away from the sun and arrested people for jogging on the beach. Like, I mean, like... 2020 showed us just how ridiculously fucking mortified, terrified pussy most of society yeah, 100% is. Yeah, hundred percent right. And the reason is, and people can say, people can lie. You bitches lie and say, "Well, we got to protect other people." And it's that you motherfuckers got scared. Like, like for real, you motherfuckers that are still clinging onto your diaper on your face and all that bullshit. You fuckers got scared and terrified for your own fucking well-being. Nobody was, you guys weren't afraid of, of infecting grandma. You guys barely fucking visit grandma and you goddamn know it. Like, and this is not me speaking to you. This is me speaking to everybody. Yeah, right. Like, like, like I mean, we, we, we fucking huddled up as a society because you people are bitches and refuse to take care of yourselves, refuse to fucking do what you need to do to be in a healthy society. And when you fucking teetotal your own health, you expect everybody else to fucking look out for it. Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've reached a tipping point after 2020, the 2018 numbers on obesity were like 42.5%. With the weight gain in 2020, it is statistically impossible in my mind, and being a pretty good at math, for me to even come close to believing that we're not over 50% obesity and 80% overweight in, in society. Thank you. Which is crazy, right? So, that's, just, that's in a single year time, which would be probably the, the largest jump in the history of our country in terms of right going from 42 to, say, 50, 51. And if you look at the average weight gain stats, like some people like, – there's 10% of the nation gained more than 50 fucking pounds. Right. You, 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 that, that means if you're of a healthy weight, you're now obese. Probably super morbidly obese. But. And, it's, and people will say too, like, well, we didn't have access to a gym. We couldn't go. Outside. Listen, I was on contest prep when COVID hit and they shut down all the gyms. I ran my fucking flight of stairs up and down at my apartment complex. I mean, I ran laps in my parking garage. Like, if you have a floor, you have a gym. That's what I always say. Push-ups you can do push-ups. Push-ups are free. Yep. Dude, the, I, there's a... Like, Lead a healthy lifestyle. There's a TR, like right now, you probably can't even see it, but like right now my deadlift bar is fucking right there. Right yeah. there. You know, I got a fucking TRX hanging from this fucking door, a TRX hanging from my front fucking door. I got a full gym in the fucking garage. And then I still go to a fucking gym because, you know, you know, for yeah. our business, we have to fucking actually be social with that shit now. That's something I have to get used to. But uh, like walking in and talking to people and shit, I'm not good with good, great, we're great at that shit. But, you know, I, when this happened, I, I, my wife and I gave away like 30,000 free home workout programs. We gave away a dumbbell, uh, a dumbbell, a suspension system training, or a dumbbell, body weight, and a band one. Yeah. Uh, and then, we, then afterwards, we gave away suspension system training. No, like, we have tons of people use them, but like, or get them, but I don't think that many people use them. That's right. the thing. Like, people don't want to fucking do the work because it's hard. And the fitness industry, dude, like, our, our, our predecessors, have really let it down because whenever you like watch somebody's face when you tell them they're going on a diet, they hate it. And then they, they, for good reason, because most of the time it's some seriously fucking restrictive mm-hmm. bullshit that they got to fucking deal with that. Then they got to work out twice as hard as they're ever going to go, ever going to once they're done with the restriction. And once they're done with the fucking workouts, they haven't changed anything on a permanent basis. So they didn't just fucking wait cycle and regain the fucking weight yeah. because we don't actually set people up 
in any fucking way to fucking make it so that it's sustainable for them. Like, right. And that's what my, my wife, my, my wife, we coach people with a different lifestyle and shit like that. It's not like, we don't always get, like, I don't think anybody's ever ended up with abs from my coaching. We've mm. had people lose hundreds of pounds though. Yeah, yeah. To keep it off, you know? Well, that's, that's the biggest thing, right? Like, Alan's like, I you're, think you're, you're 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 an athlete. Like, you're you make you make money from your body, right? Like that, right. We're not asking people to do that. I'm asking people to just have some semblance of go for a 30 minute walk seven times a fucking week, every single fucking day, just get, every damn day. Get your fucking walk in, every damn day. Try to treat your body good. Once a week, maybe have something that's you know that has like you know is just for pleasure. Like, start. I always tell people start viewing foods this way. There is food for pleasure and food for health. Okay, stuff for pleasure is beer, donuts, cake. Like that's not food, motherfuckers. That's pleasure. Like right. it's, it's 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 a mouthgasm. That's all it is. You know, healthy foods like steak and fucking you know potatoes and veggies. Like it's not hard. Yeah. So when like I did this, I did this, dude. I did this thing not too long ago, like 15 days to slow the spread of obesity. People got really mad. Uh, but it was I, I, the only thing I, I asked was go for go for a 30 minute walk every day for 15 days. And don't eat anything with processed sugar or processed carbohydrates. Mm. Dude, I got death threats. People are insane. I got, I, got, I got death threats from it. Like, we're telling you not to eat sugar. <laughs> That's addictive behavior. Like, if you're going to react that viscerally, you should examine the fucking thought process. Yeah. Your fucking, you know? Well, the big thing with yeah. you, I think, too, is what I've noticed is, is you and then there's coaches and there's prep coaches and there's – okay, so what is it like – there's a certain percentage of diets that fail. Then there's a certain percentage of people who obtain their goal but then fail post-goal because they go back to the shit that they were doing before. So as a coach or as a trainer or whatever, trying to teach somebody a lifestyle change is can be extremely difficult. Um, yeah, you know, so that's what you're trying to do or what you are attempting to do. So what would you say, you know, advices to maybe other people out there is like if you're trying to coach to a lifestyle adaptation and change versus coaching to a goal. How do you how do you balance that? Because there's a goal within a lifestyle change, but then you want them to hold on to that, you know, the, the lifestyle attributes you just taught them or, or had coached them the last six months. Yeah. See, the the difference, like here's here's the biggest thing I noticed, right? Almost every diet is based around some sort of aesthetic goal. Yeah. It's not, it's not even a, it's not even a weight loss goal. Okay. So we take micro micro uh, driven diets that are literally meant for like contest. It's the manipulation. It's the, the manipulation of macros, it's macros and calories. Right. Uh, prep is, right? Uh, and then there's the dehydration, all that bullshit. Um, but you know, we basically take those diets and apply those to weight loss. That's just not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because the reality of it is, most people just have a very dysfunctional relationship with food in general. So we need to teach them what works for them. Right. The first thing we try to do is like, we find the activity they like to fucking do. For a lot of people, this is no shit. It, if you're a 350-pound person listening to this, like just furiously hating me, just please remember, the next time you go to exercise, if you waddle, you should likely visit your doctor and get some physical therapy before you try to exercise. Mm-hmm. Good point. We, we, we need to get to that stage where we realize that if you're, if you're a 275-pound dude and you haven't worked out in 10 years but you used to be a big football star, you're so deconditioned right now, you should visit your doctor and maybe fucking make sure your joints have enough integrity to fucking work out. But we don't. But we don't want to say this to anybody because that's shaming. But if you're a 300 pound female, you likely need physical therapy. I mean, like, and and the medical profession fucks up and just tells them to go lose weight yeah. when a doctor should realize this person waddled into my office. Like, it's weird that like as athletes we know more about like what 
a healthy gait looks like, an altered gait means. Like for uh, for you know, this is something interesting that Mark and I were talking about. We're probably going to talk about it on our next on our next podcast if we have to have you on. But uh, Mark has a pretty interesting thing. We're just I, I'm going to try to get you banned. Like that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Mark has a pretty interesting concept about transgender sports, right? So we might as well just fucking, we're going to go for it all and swear all the time. Yeah. The channel will be gone and I'll, and I'll apologize. But, uh, so Mark talks a lot about the Q angle, right? And the Q angle is where in the female, the female hip structure, there where the, it inserts, where the hip, uh, hip socket inserts yep. at a 17 degree different angle, right? So what that does is when a female athlete compared to a male athlete, like if you were to make the same cut as your wife, you know, and say you say you were proportionally just as strong yep. pound for pound as your wife, right? And you would both make the same cut. Her knee would would valgus at a greater angle and would have much more shear pressure, more shear force on her ACL than yours would because of the angle of her hip socket from the right. Q angle, right? And for people listening, That's it's because they're meant to give birth, right? They're meant to bear child yeah. and give birth. Yeah, it's genetics, right? Yeah, it's, it's an actual real fucking thing, people. It's what happens when somebody's born of a, a, a sex. Yes, uh, because. Everybody is. Um, I don't get, and I, and this is coming from somebody. I don't give a fuck what I do. I do not give a fuck what you do with the apparatuses that nature gives you. I don't give a fuck who right. you do it with, and I don't care what the fuck you want to call yourself. But I live in a world of reality. So yeah. a trans male was born a female. Correct. Period. If that upsets you, turn my shit off right now. But if you go this even farther, here's why obesity really needs to be watched for women because if you start to waddle, your legs go from doing this to this, right? So because you have a different angle of your hip, if you have a bunch of extra weight resting yeah. down, you are already out here and your legs, are, your knee is already going to extra valgus and that would be the valgus of it. It would bend in. That by valgus, for what people understand, to say this was your leg, this is my right leg. Valgus, if this is my, well, if this is my knee, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like this, yeah. okay? So the knee actually goes inward. Well, when you have hundreds of extra pounds on your frame, multiply that by 10. Okay, so if you have a woman that weighs 200 pounds more than what she should should for her frame, there is 2,000 extra pounds of pressure standing on a valgus knee due to leg girth and the Q angle. Yeah. You know, this is why women end up crippled when they get obese, where sometimes men don't. Men do die quicker, though, mm-hmm. because we tend, we tend to absorb uh, visceral – we tend to have more visceral fat yeah. in women. So Which I encourage. I, I, I want to say I encourage everybody out there to go get a DEXA scan, something along those natures, to get visceral fat measured. Because even someone like myself, who's like super in shape, healthy, I had excess visceral fat when I got mine done, and I had to make lifestyle changes because just because I looked the part, there were some unhealthy habits that I had that I had to address and change because visceral fat is fucking deadly. It's deadly, deadly. That's the deadly shit, and that's why if you're a woman and you have PCOS, you have higher level, higher than level, uh, higher than normal androgen levels. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why women with PCOS sometimes look like they have a beard down like a man, it's because they're collecting visceral fat. It's very dangerous. Right. That's the thing we, we need. To, like my thing is, I think my job is like to finally. I'm trying to convince people that it is actually bad for you because it's sad we've gotten to the stage, but we've gotten to a stage where we don't even consider this necessarily bad. Like fucking Tess Holiday, 400 pound woman can stand up and say she's healthy and it's nobody's business. Well, if you claim if you claim you're healthy, now you've made it everybody's business, uh, and you're 400 fucking pounds. Right. Like, we can't, we, we as a society can't, like, entertain this fairy tale. Like, it, it's, it's a fairy tale. It is. I mean, it's unicorns and glitter. It really is. It, it is such an affront to reality on a mass scale 
it's fucking sad. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's destroying society. Well, it, like the fat, the fat community is actually what's destroying the society. Obesity epidemic is what's destroying society. Strength isn't a slogan. You want to win this year? Yes, no! My time is in danger! My time is in danger! It's not an image you find on billboards or the big screen. It's never been about any of that. It's all around you, in everyday moments, just waiting to be unleashed. Strength is the knowledge that inside you lies anything you've ever wanted to be. The confidence that your failures never define you. And the passion and purpose to drive beyond any limits placed upon you. When you call upon it, strength embraces you, challenges you, pulls you back up, no matter how many times you fall. It compels you to draw on courage, resilience, intensity, and hope, and expects your very best to help others find theirs. True strength demands you build more than muscle, not in pursuit of a personal best, but a better tomorrow for everyone. My product is going to help you get to where you want to be. Five percenters is five percent of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education. Willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. Things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, it just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. If you could use some help getting fired up and ready to crush your workouts, Pulse is for you. It is a 100% natural pre-workout supplement that gives you a surge of smooth energy and focus. 
bigger and better pumps, and more strength, endurance, and power. Pulse is also naturally sweetened and flavored and contains no artificial food dyes, fillers, or other unnecessary junk. So order now and get ready to feel focused, powerful, and tireless in your workouts. You posted like those Cosmo covers, right? And even though like, you know, the people will say, well, did you read the article? I didn't have to fucking read the article to know that the cover was portraying an image of health. And then, you know, people, I think on your channel, my channel said, well, how do you know she's not healthy? Because I'm looking at her. I can fucking tell she's not healthy. I live in a world where gravity still exists and she's 300 pounds. Yeah. It's not healthy. Right. It's, it's like, I mean, it's, that, and that's what I deal with all the time, dude. That's what I deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's, uh, it's this argument against reality. And then what, like, and the only thing they can, I, I always find them, find them amazing too, because they'll, they'll say something about my teeth, my tattoos, I'm bald. Like I, I would have been shamed this week for being bald and fit. Okay. Bald fit guy. Like that's not an insult. Yeah. motherfuckers. Like, no. you know, like, I mean, you know, most most of your your guys' mamas rub one out with a diesel on a daily basis. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna insult. Me. Yeah, like, uh, it's been, I. It's really a weird place. Like you, you think it's bad now. Wait. Well, it's, like, it's, like, it's the argument back, because now it's at the forefront. Now people are saying like, well, the obesity epidemic was one of the reasons why we locked down because it was said that the obesity epidemic was one of the reasons why we locked down, and people are going to fucking fight against that shit really fucking hard yeah. because it is the truth, and we don't want to admit it. And so they're going to argue against it. This year's going to be crazy. There's so many companies that make dollars on diets and health. And then there's companies who make dollars on plus-size women and plus-size males. I mean, you look at, you walk into a Target, there's a plus-size section. Which is, I'm not saying there shouldn't be, okay? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is companies like Dove, who I think Dove was one of the first big companies to come out with a marketing campaign to celebrate inner beauty showing plus-size women in their marketing campaigns. Now, I thought from a marketing standpoint, absolutely brilliant. I thought they did a great job from a marketing standpoint. Oh, yeah. But from a responsibility standpoint, I don't know where do we draw the line. Like, they have a responsibility to their shareholders making money. Get that. But they also have a social responsibility. So as we become bigger and bigger, there's going to be more and more companies that get created to create these products to, you know, appeal to the larger plus size audience of our country, which is going to be over 50%. Is there, where's the social responsibility lie for you, Alan? I mean, when you look at companies and say, God damn it, shouldn't you be trying to help these people become healthier versus becoming billionaires? I don't, I, I struggle because I'm a business person as well. So I understand like, Hey, we got to make money, but at the same time, like, fuck, we should be helping, helping our people. So here's, here, here's how I've always viewed this. And I mean, obviously like, like, I think it's getting announced this soon, but Mark, Mark and I are obviously launching a supplement business. Right. Like they're, they're like a dietary aid supplement business based around helping obese people. Yeah. You know? uh, and I, it's not like I don't want to get paid. I, 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 I'm any, 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 fucking, any fucking fitness person, especially that would go through what I fucking got to go through uh, with the hate I go through and shit like that, that would tell you that they don't want to make money doing it is a liar. Right. So, I mean, like, for real. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm a published author. I have a best-selling book. I wouldn't do this shit if I didn't have to. Yeah. If, I, if I didn't feel like I'm but I also, it's important, but I also am going to get fucking, I'm also going to get compensated, right? So I have no problem with people getting compensated. My issue is just the bullshit. Like the three body type quizzes, that's, that, shit should be, that shit should be seen as an affront. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But also, like when you've got companies about, like Nike and all those places with the plus size place, here's how they can all suck my dick and kiss my ass at the same time. If they were actually serious about helping people, one of these people would develop some sort of actual shoe that was good for obese people to fucking train in. Because not one actual shoe on the market is good for obese people because most obese people, and I know you guys don't like to hear this, your foot is wider and taller than it should be mm-hmm. because you're fat and your foot's fat. 
You know, like there's that old joke where like, they're wearing sandals that looks like they're baking bread. It's because their foot's fat. It's, I mean, I, I know it's, I know it's, I just had a mean joke and blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> but none of them, like there should be some sort of shoe that is taller, wider for obese people, possibly that they, they can even adjust taller or wider, like some sort of air pressure system to hold in the sides. And I'm probably giving somebody an idea that they'll probably make a billion dollars off of. And I don't give a fuck because that's one of the true issues. We take an entire race of fucking people race. We take an entire population of people. Sorry, the ADHD. But we take an entire population of people, morbidly obese. Most of them are uh, insulin resistant, has some sort of type of pre-diabetes or type 2 diabetes going on. And then we're going to put them in ill-fitting shoes and tell them to go fucking run miles when they're morbidly obese. Like, that's a recipe for fucking foot sores and shit like that. And for a person with diabetes, that's a recipe to get their foot chopped off. Yeah. Like, there's... The, like the very important things for obese people when it comes to getting healthier, if you're going to start some activity, that activity needs to be super fucking safe. Like and I'm talking safe where you can do it for a long time, consistently, safely. So foot care becomes a massively important thing that nobody seems to fucking talk about. There's no foot care systems or kits, which is something I'm going to be working on. And like it's like – I mean even – like this is no shit, especially if the person is alone, an extendable mirror so they can check the bottom of their fucking feet because most of them can't reach the bottom of their fucking – like – People don't think about these things, and no company is actually truly thinking about them because if they would, these are basic, simple things that when you've been around obese people for any length of time, like I work with almost exclusively, which is why when people say I hate obese people, it makes me wonder, but I work with almost exclusively obese people, mm. like it, exclusively, you know, and the biggest issues are, I like, did you get hydrated? Because most of them are radically underhydrated, radically underhydrated. And did you check your fucking feet? Because nothing's going to set back your fucking weight loss faster than if you get your fucking, uh, uh, then you get your toes chopped off. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it's fucking, it's real, you know, like, and if they really wanted to make, like, say they wanted to help, they'd come up with something like that. Mm -hmm. But they won't. You know, like, and they haven't for years, you know. They've, they've made extra, you know, extra big clothes. To, and look like they're support, being super supportive and everything like that. And that's great. I don't care how the fucking goodness happens because that's a good thing. We should encourage everybody to have clothes that are comfortable for them to wear out. And frankly, the aesthetic thing, like being called pretty or whatever, I just, I've said my piece on that. Like, I think that, that certain people, like finding somebody pretty is a matter of aesthetics. Like, I could go blind right now and my wife would be the most beautiful woman to me ever. And like, my, when my wife, when, when, when we're pruned up old people, she's going to be the most gorgeous thing ever to be still. Like, that's just a matter of aesthetics. So whatever people think about you, that's great. Let's not lie about our health. And you guys need to get fucking healthy. You know, like, what, the fucked up thing is, and this is no shit, for people like you and I, like, this should not be a fucking argument. Like, th that's the problem. Like, I shouldn't have to be the way I am. Right. Like, I should... Anybody that's pissed that I, that I get to say, you fuckers being so in denial are the reason why I have to say. Mm -hmm. Like, right? Like, it, like, that's, they're so in denial that me just stating facts in the, oftentimes without swearing lately, on TikTok, I try not to swear because they're quick on that fucking band thing. <laughs> but oftentimes not even swearing that much lately than just stating facts. Yeah. It's like, so visceral, like, they're, they're so in their feels, they get so viscerally done. Meanwhile, I'm the only person, one of the only people that's advocating for, Actual fitting clothes that help an obese person. Like to be real, if you're an obese person, you don't need yoga pants. You need sweatpants. No, like yeah. yoga pants, like constrictive wear like that, not necessarily great for you. You know what I mean? Like it's really not. You know? Can we? I want to. I want to talk about two things here before we wrap things up. One is I, I'm sure you've traveled the world, right? You've you've been 
multiple countries, yeah. things of that nature. I mean, how just to paint a picture for the listening and viewing audience, portion control, portion sizes in America versus even though it's becoming a growing issue in countries like Europe and South Africa and things of that nature too, but traditionally their plates are smaller, their serving sizes are smaller. Have we just lost this fucking grasp of portion control in our country that we just eat, 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 yeah. stuff our face? It's all, it, it's like, it's like the, it's, it's an addiction. We got addicted to this food mm-hmm. and it, it, our portion size just keeps getting bigger and bigger. You want to know that the, the problems that happen that where people have, like the countries where obesity is growing is where Americanized fast food centers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, that's what happened in the UK. That's what happened in Bosnia. That's what happened in a few other places where once they get McDonald's, man, it's tough. It's tough, tough. It you is. Know, like, uh, and these these com- companies, like I thought of all sorts of different shit. Like, you know, you want you want to con- uh, you want to fight against uh, childhood obesity in America? Do a drive-through tax. I'm, not, I'm just like a drive-through tax on both the people, on both the the, pe- the person in the car and the company. Yeah. And have that go have that tax go 100 percent towards uh, fighting childhood obesity. You know, because drive-throughs lead to obesity. Yeah. Like that's what you pick up. That's what you pick up in obesity. Childhood obesity scares the shit out of me, honestly, because like the child's in a position where they can't make the choice, right? They they got to eat what the parents make or buy, and fuck, man, I was there. I mean, my mom, low income, couldn't buy good shit. I think we were on WIC, and I don't even know what the WIC program is now in terms of what foods they support. Yeah. But I I literally, when I worked at grocery stores on food stamps, I'd have people come through with the card, and they were buying cases of fucking beer and ribeye steaks and all these things that they don't fucking need. So I don't know if it's just a, it's obviously an overhaul of the entire fucking system. Yeah, I mean. We, for that to happen, we, we, we need to act, like enter reality. Like, that's the biggest problem happening. Like, pe- like people just dismiss. Like, I can say obesity kills you, and people are like, oh, I can be fine. My doctor says I'm fine. Like, you're 300 pounds. You're not fine. Like, I mean, like we, it's this suspension of reality. It's like, it's like somebody has a gaping hole in their head. They're bleeding, and you're like, hey, maybe you should get something done about that fucking gaping hole. And they're like, don't gaping hole fucking shame me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your fucking gray matter. Your brains are leaking out, and you fucking like. I'm, I think we should fucking do this. Like, I literally had some six hundred pound woman tell me I should I, I should buy my own business and not, not you know I'm not her doctor. Lady, you got your own gravitational pull. I don't need to be a doctor. Yeah, you know, like I mean, it, you know, I mean, I'm sorry to be. I, that's that's why I get in trouble because like my ADHD makes me say like sarcastic shit, and people fucking get really pissy about it. Too fucking bad. Mm-hmm. If you're six hundred pounds, I'm trying to wake like. You being pissed at me if you're 600 pounds is the least bit of your problems. However, if that raised your heart rate up a little bit, good. Yep. Maybe, that, maybe, that, maybe I should piss you off every day. I can be your exercise. Well, like, that's, I think that that's what, that's what people – people misconstrue me as like the YouTube people from the past. You know what I mean? They chase views. They say – like this entire 2020 – me and Mark talk about this all the time. Me and Mark weren't friends going in 2020. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I heard the story. Yeah. But – uh. My, my lines are redrawn. Like I, I have, I have tons of people in my Rolodex that kept their mouth closed, kept making their same fucking content videos, not mentioning like, hey, we should fucking tell people. Like, they, it, you know, if you release twenty bicep videos in fucking in twenty twenty when we were going through all that shit, fuck off. You know, like, I mean, I, I, my, I have nothing. Like, I have nothing against any, anybody for making money and doing their fucking grind and trying to stay popular. But you guys are just like your fitness personalities. You're not fitness professionals. Like a fitness, per, a fitness personality does fitness, but will try to stay popular no matter what. Your personality, motherfucker. I'm a fitness professional. You know, I don't even like being grouped in with those people, just because if you're gonna do whatever you can, say whatever you fucking can, just to stay popular, avoid getting fucking struck by the algorithm and shit like that. 
while you're watching people get like hurt themselves with food or shit like that, you're a fucking shitty ass person. Just because I swear more than you doesn't mean that I you're a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. And most of our industry, most of the fucking YouTube people, fucking still kept on. They're like, they're like, they're, they're, what, what videos you want to see me make, guys? What videos you want to see me make, guys? I've never once asked my fucking audience what videos you want to see. Yeah. Now, so you do product reviews, so that's a little different. But like, I get tons of people right now. I wish you do more Tyrone videos. I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. The fuck, he's an idiot. You know, that's like the V-Shred. I get the V-Shred thing all the time because I was the first guy to do videos on V-Shred. I, I really should make more V-Shred videos. What more do I have to fucking add about this fucking loser? You know, like, what, what about this fucking loser? You know, the, I would, I, the, only, the only way I'd even probably make another one is I'd like to talk to Vince live. I, you know, I, I, would, I would love to discuss, have, have a lot, like somebody else can moderate it. I'd do that for fucking, I'd do that for anybody whose name never came out of my mouth. Yeah. They, I can moderate it on a different channel. We can have a conversation. And we can see what's up. Real men do that, by the way, bitches. Just so you know, like that's why that's why Mark is way more, like Mark takes a lot of heat in the fucking industry too. Mark's way more of a man than most of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Way fucking more. Because at least we'll have a conversation about it. But I I do that with anybody. I just don't see a reason to make stupid ass fucking content because you know, like, what the fuck else am I going to say? Right. I'll make a quick one. But I, I'll mention it because like I think it's funny. But like these people want to be entertained when in fact right now. That's great. You guys got enough of people that are just trying to entertain you, though. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you whatever you want to hear, and they'll talk in whatever voice you want them to talk to. Shit, some of these bitches have even a fake voice that they fucking talk to. So it's fucking Greg Doucette, dude. That's not even his real personality, <laughs> bitch. You know, like, fucking lying ass fucking coward. But I don't, they're, they're all cowardly bitches. Yeah. None of them actually want to help people. They want to make money and appear like they're helping people. But if you didn't actually fucking say something about, like, hey, guys, don't sit on your ass the entirety of this year, right? even though your gyms are closed. Here's what you can do. Mm-hmm. And if they just kept making the same content, I got nothing for them. And that's a huge portion of the problem, too. We have enough people in the fitness industry who know all they need is abs and a really nice fucking hairdo, and they can fucking spew whatever fucking bullshit you're popular, you know? And uh, they don't need to be sound. Like, we, we, got some, like, we have some people telling people that, they, that the supplements, the natural supplements to lose weight should be like fucking caffeine, ephedra, and sleeping pills. Like, we actually have people giving all that, that fucking advice. You know, it's disqualifying and stupid. It's disqualifying. Like, two real, real fitness professionals, that's, that we, we, you laugh, we laugh, it's moronically dumb. But when we have people putting that shit out as content, mm-hmm. what people think about all of us. Right. And that's the thing. We need, like, we as fitness professionals need to stop, take, like, stop dealing with that bullshit and start saying, like, look, take some vitamin D, Take these things. Here's some pre-workout supplements. If you're 300 pounds, these are maybe somewhere in your future. But you shouldn't be taking this because right. you don't need a fucking stimulant. Like, uh, one of the things I got, I got people ordering, like, you have the one, it's like a snickerdoodle fit butter. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, big on, I'm big on roasted sweet potatoes, right? Yep. And, like, so roasted sweet potatoes are normally my sweet thing, right? Like, and I normally tell people just put a little bit of butter on it. But if, and then I say butter and cinnamon. Well, if you, if you want the whole thing... Something like your, right. your thing can be a treat yep. for people, you know? That's what they're meant to be. Exactly. It's a healthier version of a treat. That's what we tell people. Know? Instead of grabbing ice cream, right. grab a butter. Yep. That's exactly what you fucking say. That's what that should be. But some other butter companies are acting like it's fucking food. Yeah, it's not. You know? It's not a source it's of protein, not. people. It's a fat source. And it's meant to be, yeah, you know, like, yeah to curb your, yeah. your sweet tooth or whatever. Grab a tablespoon of this. That's exactly yeah. it. And, and, it's a, and it's a brilliant product that I recommend to almost all my fucking people because it does give you a little bit more protein than, than a normal butter would. And it's not like, and it, it, like you have vegan ones. You have, like, you have different flavored ones. It's, 
that's it's an, an addition. It's a supplement. That's yeah. why they're called supplements. But we convince these these folks that they need like all, they they need the whole kit and caboodle mm-hmm. of entire supplement line. Fuck, I mean, like you know, you guys need these food. food. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when, when you're that big, like, and I think that that's the that's the issue. What we were talking about earlier, it's like a lot of dudes that do what we do, kind of. They try to apply the bro shit, mm-hmm. bodybuilding shit, and shit, and all like that to people that can barely fucking get off their couch. You know, like it's, it's it's sad. And then what happens is they get these really hard workouts and they lose a shit ton of weight in the first couple of weeks because they're doing more workouts and starving themselves. Mm-hmm. They're barely eating food food. They're living off protein shakes and salad. Here comes the plateau. And then they do all these hard, they do all these hard workouts. And it normally, I mean, the plateau comes, but before the plateau is normally the fucking, they either get sick or yeah, injured. that too. Within two weeks. Like, because they're eating at such a fucking low level, their body's like, what the fuck's going on? And the injuries happen like that because you take a deep, completely deconditioned person and treat them like they're an athlete. Right. And it, it happens every time. Shit, there's been times in my life where I've been like, you know what? My, my own programs are a little bit more advanced than I have. Yeah. That I can fucking take. Because all, all the programs I've released are for intermediate, intermediates and up. Sure, sure. You know? And like I'm like maybe I should just do some bodyweight shit for a little while. It's been it's been a little bit, you know. Like it's it's what it's just one of those crazy fucking things where society we, like our industry did nothing to help it, but society's lost its mind. Yeah, you know. I mean, like it, it really has. Like people people should instead of being like, what supplements do I need to lose weight? Like that that's always going to be uh, less sugar and, and more movement. It's about like 100 percent time. I'm gonna finish this on a on a happy note because nothing. I, I, I don't – there's not a lot in life I get more joy of than seeing an obese person walk through the doors at my gym and making commitment to lifestyle change. Because and, and what pisses me off is when there's other people at the gym who make jokes or make fun, maybe in quiet, maybe out loud, like, fuck you for doing that. This person is making an effort to make a change. You're, you said you work at home, you work at the gym. When you see an obese person walk in, I don't mm-hmm. know if you're the type of person that walks up to them and, and offers support, stays in your lane – but what feelings come over you as, as when you see somebody consistently show up and actually putting in the work and trying to make the change? I don't, I don't, I don't approach people. One, like I, like my wife and I talk, you've met me. Like we, we've monetized my social awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of the very, like I'm one of the few people, like I think that's why I fit in with, with you guys and like Mark's crew and like that. Like I don't, I don't have a choice but to be, to be me all the time. Like you, in being you, you even talk to Mark's house, like this is who you fucking get. Yep. Like however unfortunate even is sometimes this is who I am. And I just, I always have, I, the look on my face is always look on my face. And sometimes with just like how I look, like I look like the dude that's coming to get like the envelope at the end of the week, you yeah. know, like the white envelope, you know? And uh, I don't, sometimes I'm not greeted real well when like I just walk up and talk, start talking to people. But I will say this, anytime I've ever seen somebody fucking snap a picture of an obese person and laugh and shit like that, I snatched that phone out of their hand. Yeah. Made them erase, and they made them erase it. Because I find that to be fucking disgusting. It's gross. Like, like, like somebody, somebody, somebody should have, somebody missed an ass kicking. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real, like, I, and I believe that that's a huge problem in society too. Like the demasculization of society is amazing. Yeah. You know, you know, when I, when I went, when I went to school, my son and I went to the same high school, you know, which was, which was pretty neat. But when I went to that high school, my very first week of high school, I got in a fight with a senior and got suspended. The te- like the, the teacher saw that this kid was bullying me and I fucking handled my business. Right. And my, the teachers let it go on until I knocked the kid down. They called my parents and said, Alan was being bullied. We let him stand up for himself, sent me home. They had to suspend me. And my, my parents were like, good job, you know? 
my son, you know, came up. My son's a very tall man. Like he, like he wanted, he was in like ninth grade. He was like six one. Jesus. But uh, he came home one day and he was like, "This person's like picking on me." I'm like, "What the fuck out of here?" Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, "Well, he was like, they'll call the police." What? You know, so I, I call up. It's still one of the principal, like the one of the assistant principals is the guy that was a teacher there when I was there, right? So I'm talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, it's new policy. If anybody gets in a fight, we have to call the cops immediately, and, and, and the, the both people file a report." I'm like, "So you're having like fucking twelve year old file police reports, you know, over, over over some fucking patty cake, man, over some slap boxing, basically, right. you know, like the fuck is wrong? I mean, we 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 are not allowing people to express themselves, but." You know, my thing is like, I, I don't, I don't like when people do shit like that. Like, I will be the first one to say, "Hey, you're fat, you should lose weight," because I, me, that's caring. Like, mm-hmm. I, and we live in a society, and I know, that, I know that a lot of people don't like well, that's what. What is it over your business? Uh, we shut society down for these people, so I'm going to make it my business. Yeah. But two, I, I have empathy, and I don't want to see you get your feet chopped off later. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and and I always tell this people, and people have told me this too. A lot of people that have like hated what I've had to say. Like, I'll say, like, you know, you can hate me all you want, but, like, the next time you climb up a flight of stairs, you're going to fucking think about me. And then, like, I, I would email us, I climbed the flight of stairs, where do I start? You know, I hated you, I hated you last week, but I just climbed the flight of stairs and couldn't make it, where the fuck do I start? Yeah. Like, so it'll resonate, because I'm the, me, you, other people, we're some of the only people that are actually saying reality. Yeah. And when reality hits, it's normally the person's alone by themselves, or, the, you know, it's, it's like an epiphany that they have up here, and they need a guidance to like have that epiphany and if they're just being told don't worry about it 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 that's the voice they fucking keep hearing they need to hear an opposing voice like you're fat you're out of shape you're going to kill yourself let's you know this is not this is not a problem unless you ignore it like that's my thing it's it's a it's it's an area of opportunity we're fixing as long as you're addressing it right but if you're ignoring it that's when it's a fucking problem Mm -hmm. you know like so if you're at the gym making a fucking effort doing whatever fuck you can you walk through those fucking doors you are not part of the fucking problem. You are somebody that we should be helping every fucking second. And every fucking fitness person, every fucking dude in that gym, every woman in that gym should be doing nothing but saying, all right, what the fuck do you need? Yep. You know? And, but, and like I said, I tried, like, especially when I'm at the gym, like my, I tried my, I, I tried my, my own business, but if I see somebody fucking giving somebody shit, I'll fucking say something real fucking quick because that's fucking bullshit. Like, we're the most unhealthy society ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's not even an argument. It's not even a fucking nope. toothpaste, right? We need to fucking get there societally. Like, as society, society needs to sit down and have an epiphany moment. It's not going to happen by ignoring the problem, like I said. It's not going to happen by fucking making people sh- feel shitty once they already have the problem. If we give obese people a hard time, as a newsflash, it's 50% of society. We should encourage them to get fucking healthy. We, sh- however, should not lie to them. And right now, that's all they're getting. Like, it's like our tiny little fucking sliver of people is being like, uh, you're awesome for being 400 pounds and at this gym trying. You know, you're fucking crazy because you're 400 pounds and think you're fucking healthy and you're fat. Mm-hmm. Like, that, both those statements are statements of love, people. Like, both of those statements are statements of love. Right. Love, love is not always the thing that makes you feel fucking great. Love is often, often being told the thing you need to fucking hear instead of what you want to hear. That's, that's kind of how I want to end that. Perfect. On that because, like, dude, to me, that's where we need to get to. It's, it's cruel to tell – it's cruel. It's evil mm-hmm. to tell somebody that they're fine when they're not. It's evil, you know? 
Love it, dude. No, I totally agree 100%. Where can people find you, Alan, on, on your socials, YouTube, websites? Um, I'm, I'm Alan Roberts on YouTube. Um, Alan Roberts, uh, E to the F, at Alan Roberts, E to the F on Instagram while they have that one up. Uh, my, backup on, uh, my backup on Instagram is the MFing, the M-F-I-N-G-C-O-O, and I'm the MFing COO on, uh, on TikTok also, and Every Damn Day Fitness on Facebook, and, and my Alan Roberts on Facebook. I'm, I'm fucking everywhere. Uh, but, <laughs> we'll post uh, some links too so people can get you. You know, the, real, the reality of it is, though, like, I'd like to leave on this. I, I appreciate whenever anybody does that for me. We're, we're like, hey, we're, the, we're looking to find our stuff. I just want to like say, like, I, I do appreciate that, but I would encourage people instead of following people like me to pay more attention to people like you, uh, because like anybody that's willing to have somebody like me on right now, and this is no shit. This is, I mean, for real. I know that just having me on your channel is not is is a slightly risky thing. It's yeah. fucking weird. It's, it's not weird. to me. It's not. So I know it is. I I, I, yeah, I know, but like. It, it could negatively affect you. <laughs> I mean, I, I realize that. Like, and I like to, to a point where I've had so many times, I realize that that's why a lot of the people that I'm friends with, my Rolodex, don't mention my name. And to those of you guys out there, I don't hold anything against you. I don't hold anything against you for it. Just 20, 2020 and 2021 taught me a little different where I'm not going to fucking fuck with nobody that doesn't mention my name back. You know, like, like if, if, you, if, if, you'll, if you weren't man enough to fucking ride with me through all that bullshit of 2020, when I was saying just straight fucking facts that have all been fucking proved correct now, um, if you weren't fucking man enough to ride with me then, I, you don't need to mention my name now. Yeah. You, you don't need to fucking, like, we're still, I mean, to, to those of you dudes out there, we're still cool. I'm not going to fuck with you because I know that's what most of you are fucking worried about is your name coming out of my mouth in a fucking negative fashion. But if I've had a friendly conversation with you, you don't need to worry about that because I don't fuck with people like that. Yeah. But just be real. I'm only going to, I'm only fucking with people that, that aren't fucking afraid of, if, if saying my name somehow makes your asshole pucker, you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, for me, Alan, I made a commitment since day one, uh, an obligation to the, to the consumer, to the pro- people, to help them any way I can. So I said if I can help somebody positively in their life, one person a day, one person a week. I mean that's why I did my whole episode on me being on TRT and how we shouldn't be ashamed if we have to go on HRT because you know mine was self-induced. Other people, when you get over the age of 30, shit just drops. Like we should take care of ourselves. And uh, my, my dog's coming on estrogen blocker now, but probably probably my birthday is in a couple months. So I'm going to wait till at least 50 before I go on. Yeah, but I mean it's okay. it, it, it saved my life, literally. Like I mean I, I was depressed and whatever, but I mean having you on and having this – harsh reality slap in the face. It's what we need. I said a couple weeks ago, we are not going to be able to make a change in society by lying to ourselves. We need to be honest with ourselves and with others. And like you said, there's a way to word it. Hey, you don't go up to somebody and say, hey, fat ass, lose some weight. You don't do that. But you say, hey, you're fat. You're killing yourself. You're going to be gone before your children are 18. Like you need to make a change, right? Like there's a way to do it. And, and you do a great job of, of explaining that and talking about it. Even though people get pissed off, they get pissed off because they hate the truth. And the truth is what you've been speaking. You know, I, it, the, the thing I'd like to leave it on, lifting is very important. It really is. Like, li- lifting weights is very important. Right. Skeletal strength and all that. Just, this goes to the dudes, like the, the younger, young guys. I know you guys are young and invincible. Shit, I felt that way up until like fucking a couple years ago, you know? But I got to tell you, the 600 pounds you're trying to pick up off the floor, that 600 pound deadlift floor, that fucking 400 pound squat or whatever, 20 pounds, bitches. <laughs> 20, 20 pounds is the average weight of the first time a grandfather actually takes care of their babies, or their, their grandbabies, okay? 20 pounds is when, like, the baby's normally old enough that, like, you get the baby for a day, mm-hmm. right? You're going to want to pick that 20 pounds up a fucking lot, 
And I know that many of you are too young to even contemplate the idea of having grandkids, right? But if you teetotal your spine, there's a lot of enjoyment. If you fucking eat yourself into a fucking bad physical state because you want to get big and strong. I, I ate my way to strength, for real. And it was very fucking dangerous. I'm super fucking lucky that I even get to think about the fucking life I get to have, you know? If you're worried about 500 pounds more than you are that 20, my only suggestion to you as a lifting dude is that you reevaluate your life a little bit, okay? Most of you motherfuckers ain't going to be shit anyway. Most of you motherfuckers never, like, you guys don't have the lifestyle needed or the genetics needed to be that, that super strong dude you want to be. Most of you guys are just chasing some sort of dream because you want to be like somebody else when you're good enough. You should try to be the best person you can fucking be, the strongest person you can fucking be. People trying to compare them, themselves physically to you or to me or to Mark or to anybody like that, that's a fucking problem. You guys need to worry about your lives. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, we, we, live, we lead a different life than these, these people too. You know what I mean? Like I'm fucking, I, this is work. I'm like, you know, I, my work, I'm literally touching my deadlift bar right now, lounging on a fucking couch next to my fucking pool. That's not the life that most people get on a fucking Friday afternoon, no. you know? That's where I think the people lose. Dude, the problem, the problem with me is my ADHD will take over. We can talk forever. I know we try to close this out. My bet. <laughs> no, I love it. We'll have you on again, though, too, because like I said, there's so many things like pre-existing conditions and and like I wanted to talk about Nintendo and Pokemon Go and how fucking brilliant that was to get people. I mean, there's a lot of things that brilliant. we can do as a society to make a change, but uh, we will definitely have you on again. We'll do a part two here very soon. I told you he's opinionated as fuck. He's polarizing. You love him or you hate him. I happen to love him. I happen to agree with essentially everything he talks about on this, our, our, our point of view. I mean, he's a little bit more vocal than I am about it. I don't, you know, but I've also taken a stance a lot lately to really kind of <coughs> talk about this obesity epidemic, especially since that Cosmo article, you know, is portraying big as beautiful. Big, big can be beautiful to some people, but like he talked about his wife is going to be the most beautiful person he's ever seen, even when she's 85, right? So it's all relative to the situation and subjective to the person. So can somebody find a large person beautiful? Yes, you can, but that doesn't make them healthy. They can be unhealthy and be beautiful. Again, if you like what you heard here on the podcast, hit that subscribe button. We're on iTunes, Spotify, all major podcast platform, streaming over on YouTube as well if you want to watch the video content. Fitnessandforward.com is the web address. Check us out on our social media channels. We're on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, until next time, I am the, I guess you'd call me the informer. I, 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 one of these days, I'm going to tell you guys a story about how people just call me and say, hey, are you the fitness informer? Because it's like one of the weirdest, most awkward things ever. If you see me looking in public, just come up and say, hey, like, just, just call me like, you know,